Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to The Daily Oz. It is the 13th of July. My name is Sam Kozlowski, and we're going to chat through the news today with Zara Seidler. Zara, what is on the agenda today? There was some less than great news for New South Wales yesterday. There is news of another virus in India and some good news about Canada to wrap it all up. After that, Zara, I want to ask you some more personal questions than usual about the COVID-19 ad released by the federal government over the weekend. I'm Mm -hmm. keen to hear your reaction to it. Absolutely. Let's jump straight into it. So the COVID-19 tally in New South Wales yesterday was triple figures, 112 new locally acquired cases. 64 of those were linked to a known cluster and 48 were in isolation during the entirety of their infectious period. The New South Wales government has also announced a new phase of the vaccine rollout. This includes making the AstraZeneca vaccine available for people over 40, opening new vaccination centres and giving the green light for pharmacies across New South Wales to administer the AstraZeneca AstraZeneca vaccine for people over 40. It was clear at yesterday's press conference that Premier Berejiklian is very concerned. I want to stress again, we are in an absolutely critical phase of this uh, disease. Uh, All of us want to get out of this lockdown as soon as we can. Uh, All of us uh, want to um, reduce the stress we're all feeling. Uh, And we are, the the future is in our hands. And in case that news wasn't concerning enough, the Indian state of Kerala recorded 14 cases of the Zika virus on Saturday. Among the patients was a pregnant woman. She tested positive on Thursday, a day after giving birth, while the newborn tested negative for the virus. The rest of the cases are healthcare workers who are receiving medical care but are stable. Zika virus is usually mosquito-borne and it gained attention back in 2015 when there was a Zika virus epidemic in Brazil that eventually spread to Africa, the Americas, Asia and the Pacific. Alexander Lashkarava, a cameraman from Georgia, the country, not the US state, has died after being bashed while covering a pride protest. Lashkarava was one of several journalists attacked last Monday by opponents of the march. And while the cause of his death has not been made public, Georgia's Interior Ministry has announced a criminal investigation. Today's good news is more about preventative measures. So yesterday we told you about the crazy wildfires that are spreading through Canada. And today we're talking about new measures for train drivers in Canada that are designed to prevent wildfires during periods of extreme heat. Now, the measures will include railway operators reducing the speed of trains when temperatures go beyond 30 degrees, and conductors will be required to spot and report fires along their routes. So after many months, the federal government rolled out the first major COVID-19 ad campaign over the weekend. Zara, can you kind of paint a picture of what this ad basically shows us? So it is a young woman who is an actress. She looks to be in her 20s and she's on a ventilator and she is struggling to breathe and it is an extremely, extremely confronting scene to watch. She's basically trying to rip the ventilator out and trying to gasp for air. And is this a nationwide campaign? So it's nationwide in the sense that it was created by the federal government with an ad agency, obviously, but it is only being played in Sydney. So we found out that the government had created this ad a number of months ago, and then they were only planning to roll it out when there was something severe happening, like what's happening in Sydney at the moment. 
So apparently the chief health officer gave his approval for the ad to be rolled out in Sydney because of what's happening. And what would you say the general sentiment has been to the ad on social media and amongst expert circles? So expert circles and young people have two different reasons for coming to the same conclusion. Young people believe that the ad is offensive in the way that it encourages young people to go get vaccinated in a very scary manner. But most young people aren't actually eligible to get the Pfizer vaccine, which is what the health advice tells us to get. So there's this ad campaign that is scary and its call to action is really go get vaccinated so that people don't end up like this poor woman on a ventilator. It's been condemned as a bit out of touch, especially because there are young people in ICU. We know that there are people under the age of 20 even in ICU. So young people are a bit frustrated by the fact that it's seemingly scaring them without any reasonable solution. On the other hand, the experts, so the doctors, the epidemiologists, they're just saying that it's not an accurate portrayal of how medical staff would deal with a situation like that. So they're saying that if there was a young person who was on a ventilator, they would never be left in a situation like this where they're tearing out the ventilator and struggling to breathe and there's no medical assistance available. I actually read a tweet of an ICU doctor who wrote that she was getting off Twitter because she was having traumatic episodes watching it, having seen what she had seen in Melbourne's ICU hospitals last year. So, I mean, its purpose was to scare and it's definitely achieving that purpose, but whether or not it will make young people go get vaccinated when they have the choice to do so is another matter altogether. So this is a bit of a devil's advocate question, but do you think that it is better than nothing? Or do you think that it was a case of the government should have held off releasing this ad? I think that there is definitely a national yearning for a coordinated campaign. It just feels like this one fell a little flat. And I actually do think it will do more harm than good. Because while we do have supply issues, if young people are prompted to go and get vaccinated, and the ad is really evocative and effective and makes them do that, They're going to come up against the obstacles of not having enough vaccines available. So it just doesn't seem like there's any measurable or attainable success that can be traced from this ad. So I just don't really know its purpose currently. When we do have the supply, which we're hoping is in September, October, perhaps then would be the appropriate time to run an ad like that. But in the meantime, but in the meantime, running a positive campaign about what can happen when you're vaccinated seems to me like a better option. You were on the ABC last night talking about young people's attitudes towards this ad. Do you feel like on this that young people's voices are cutting through? I mean, I like to think so, but then I see that ad and it tells me that there has not been any input from our cohort. I mean, you and I are in the cohort that is being represented in that ad. And based on what we know about our audience and the Daily Oz audience, It just doesn't seem like something that would cut through for our audience. And so I just wonder what sort of youth input was put into an ad that is clearly trying to target the youth. We feel that we're in a really privileged position here at The Daily Oz to represent the views of so many young Australians, and we take that responsibility really seriously. Please feel free to DM us whenever you want with your thoughts, feelings or questions around what is proving to be a really tricky time to be a young person in Australia. You can do that at The Daily Oz where over 130,000 young Aussies follow us every day and we'd love to have you in our community.